0: thank you so much for joining us on this episode of this podcast i want to say a big thank you to everybody that has been listening so far thank you for your love thank you for your comments and feedback thank you so much and on this episode of this podcast i want to talk about something amazing i want to talk about a true life story i want to share with you my personal experience and You know, um, one of the things you get to realize about life is that you will come to a place whereby you will be tested of the things you learned. The Bible says study to show yourself approved unto God, not unto man. Because someday, sometimes, you will be tested. So, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed So when you get tested and you study and you show yourself approved unto God, you won't be ashamed. If you are studying for your pastor's sake or for knowledge in the earth's sake or for any other reason's sake, when challenges come and when life hits you and you can't stand, it brings shame. But it is best when you study to show yourself approved unto God. It is very, very important. Don't study for people. Don't study to even preach. Study to live by what you're studying so that you can show yourself approved unto God. So I have a personal experience to share, by the way. And precisely, this actually happened to me yesterday. And after the whole thing, it just came to my heart to share this with my people, with my listeners, with people that really, really, that are really, really committed to listening to my podcast. And so I'm going to give you uh, the old um, scenario. Um, I was to go to class yesterday by one o'clock and I was to catch my boss by 1.37. I was to leave my house 1.32, but due to one reason or the other, I got delayed at home. And then when I checked my time, I was still at home by one thirty-two. 1.32. And that means I am going to miss my bus. And if I miss my bus, to make up for it, I'll either be late for class or I have to take a taxi. I mean, unnecessary taxi. <laughs> All right. So I was trying to catch up with the bus and then I grabbed my bag, I grabbed my phone, and I was rushing to the bus station. And as I was running down, as I got to the bus station, and I, I was really glad I was able to catch up with the bus. And then when i got to the bus and we started moving already i was looking for my phone because i was trying to check the time i ran so much i was like oh no, yourself and flash you must have been on the same speed of run <laughs> as i was trying to look for my phone i couldn't find it And I, it occurred to me that my phone must have dropped while i was trying to run from my house to the bus station now, so literally, I was in the bus. The bus already moved far away. I can't find my phone. I can't go back because if I go back, I will be late. In fact, going back is not an option because one, I wasn't sure where the phone dropped. I wasn't sure where it fell. So it's building an uncertainty. Trying to go back and trying to find what you don't even know where you can find it. So in my mind, I was thinking, um, where, where where is this phone? Did I drop it somewhere? I mean, I can't find it. But that's the the reality, okay, my phone is lost. I mean I can't find my phone. It's not on me and send the bus and I didn't drop it at home and somebody must have seen it on the floor, somebody must have picked the phone already and so I was just like just like okay. And in my mind I was thinking, um, do you have any other person's contact on my diary that I can quickly reach out to? That they can try the phone for me at interval and then once the person who sees it, if it's gracious enough, <laughs> if he picks it then we can tell him to meet us in a place and we can grab the phone when i got to class i got to class um, about five minutes before class that's one fifty-five. and when i got to class i brought up my laptop i was trying to use whatsapp on my laptop to reach out to my people that if they are trying to reach me and i'm not available they should not panic my phone gets lost and as i was opening my laptop i realized my laptop wasn't coming up, and it was really funny. I mean, I just lost my phone first of all, and secondly, my laptop wasn't coming up. And I had to tell one of my friends in class. I told him, I said, you know, this is really funny. One thing is for my phone to get lost. Another thing is for my laptop not to work. You know, I just like that. It's as if they are attacking my my lecturing devices. Okay, so I told him, I said, you know what? Class is going to start in about four five minutes, and I'm hungry, just food in my bag. I can't lose my phone. <laughs> and my laptop is not working. And still stab myself at the same time. I'll just go downstairs to the lounge and go and eat. When I eat, I I'll come back and not think about what to do about my phone, about my laptop. So I went downstairs to the lounge and I was about to microwave my microwave my food. I put my food in the microwave and after two minutes i opened the thing and then the heat of the microwave just it hurt my hand so bad i was like oh my god i had to scream and i was like okay okay while i while i was screaming I, I was trying to um take care of my hand a thought came to my heart and it says "Today is not just a good day for you you know you you, you just lost your phone your laptop is not working and then you just got out and do you think today is a good day for you i mean Just a bad day already, and (laughs) when that thought came, another thought my subconscious thought answered that particular thought, saying, No, 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 I don't care what's happening, it's not going to touch my joy. (laughs) In fact, you know, there are times when I don't know if this happens to you, but there are times when there's so many thoughts that flows in your mind, and then one thought is fighting the other thought, the other thought is fighting the other thought. But trust me, at that point, where my subconscious thought said it's not going to touch my joy. It gives me courage. And I took my food. I went to eat my food. I, I ate still around five to seven minutes into my class time. And I know the lecture is in my class, but I was so calm. I, I was like, I mean, how bad can it get? <laughs> What's the worst thing that can happen? I, I lost my phone and I have so many important things on my phone, by the way. You know, I, I record with my phone. I was thinking, oh my God, I, I lost so many things. My phone, I have so many things on my phone. And then I, after I finished eating, I went back upstairs to class. Class has already started. And my friend was looking at me. And I was like, what, what's going on? He said, are you so calm? I mean, you lost your phone. You should, you should be looking for it. And I told him, I said, there's nothing my worry can do at this moment. If I start panicking, I start rushing up and down, start looking for the phone. It's going to affect my day first of all i won't be able to concentrate in class secondly and then i mean it's not worth it you know you don't have to just keep stressing yourself and and i was surprised at my response and he didn't say anything there. Yeah. i tried my laptop again then my laptop came on and i was really glad So when my laptop came on i went on whatsapp and then i had to send two or three people a message saying please don't panic my phone is lost in case you can't reach me but just help me keep trying my number. I hope the person who finds it peaks. And then if he's gracious enough, he will return the phone. Now that happened eight minutes into my class. And when I calculated the time that I realized I lost my phone, which was 12 38. And the time that I sent that message, it was one way. That's exactly 10 minutes. And that's why I'm titling this message That's 30 minutes of your life. Now, when I sent a message to one of my sisters, he said, No, 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 we found your phone. I said, Oh, did I drop it at home? She said, No. She said, Somebody saw it. They found it on the floor. You drop it on the floor. And then the person said they should meet in a particular place and the person gave it to her. I was like, Oh, thank God. And then I told my friend, I said, You know what? They found the phone. I said, Wow. He's surprised. I said, Yeah. And then it occurred to me that that 30 minutes, actually, that same 30 minutes of my life, i could have chosen to probably react or to respond differently how do i mean i could probably when i realize in the bus that my phone is lost start panicking first of all first get down and start going back start looking at my phone on the floor and probably if i don't find it and by that time the class will have started <laughs> and if i can't find it i'll just go and say something like well there's nothing to go and do in class i won't probably concentrate oh my god it's my phone you know there's this joke that when people get a new phone or people just buy iphone by the way i'm not using an iphone but just a, this common joke that if your new model of iphone gets or drops most times people don't really look at the phone first they first hold their kidney first. They say what happened to say my phone drop, and <laughs> because you know that phone is really expensive and but my point is with the rope our device our phone is playing in the 21st century there are only a few people i'm saying this and i'm so sure that can misplace or lose their phone and still be calm i know what i'm talking about if you can lose your phone in this century <laughs> and you can still be calm then you are you are defaultly calm i can choose to react differently i can start panicking i can sense oh my god no i'm probably when i started i wanted to use my laptop and my laptop wasn't working I start getting depressed, saying, okay, okay, it's a bad day for me. I probably should just go back home. I won't concentrate in class. Now, so many things, you know, as a teacher, as a uh, as a preacher of God's word, there's so many things you learn from each experience. And I said I was going to make this in form of a podcast that we all have that 30 minutes of our life. That 30 minutes when things go wrong. I mean, things just go wrong. You don't know what to do. Something happened, and then something happened, and that thing that has happened, and then the day is just getting bad. It's just getting bad, and you are literally having a bad day. But it's much more important for you. That's the time for you to begin to leave what you are listening to. An average person will panic when people are panicking. An average person will worry. An unbeliever will worry when they lose things. If we as believers lose things and we still worry, then there's no difference between us. We should still have peace in our pocket even when things happen to us. There are times when the devil just wants to tamper with our joy and if we can allow him at that time, it's going to affect so many things. Imagine what if I was probably worrying or getting depressed or panicking or getting anxious and then I meet somebody, somebody, a person I'm supposed to smile to, for saying good morning, hey, good morning, and because I'm, I'm worried or distressed, I frown and say, good morning. The person probably interprets it as something else and then that is even enough to to, to make or to, to spoil the person's day to like, what's going on? I'm just trying to say you worries, distress they don't make things better. They have never made anything better. So I don't know that 30 minutes of your life where you found yourself, if some of you are even the, that 30 minutes right now, things are going bad things are not going well things are not going great and it's, it's 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 literal there's one thing that you should never allow to happen and that is that particular situation never allow you to tamper with your joy for any reason we all have that 30 minutes of our life never allow it to tamper with your joy so i lost my phone my laptop wasn't working i got out by microwave eaten. and I mean, at that time I was like, well, okay, how bad can it get? <laughs> but it just took me to remain calm and I'm serious. I'm not saying this because I'm making this podcast. I'm saying it because that's what I leave. I I not to boast, I boast, I boast in the Lord, but only I still can't pinpoint the few things that can really, really make me worry. Really. I mean, we've learned so much about these things for us than for us to start worrying because of little situations. In fact, when you worry, you can't think. When you're in distress, you can't pray. To the best time for you to, be, to, to still be connected, to still think, even when you're facing situations that are uncomfortable, is for you to be calm. In the midst of the storm, you need to be calm. And that is the will of God for us. For us to get to a place where we are, whereby we are calm, they told Jesus, Jesus, Lazarus is dead. Jesus wasn't saying, oh my God, no, let's go, let's go. No, no, no. He was still preaching. They said, Jesus, you don't understand. And Lazarus is dead. D-E-A-T. He said, no, no, he's asleep. Jesus is so calm. He's telling them he's asleep. They told Jesus, Jesus, let these people go home. They don't have any food to eat anymore. He just said, no, no, no it's okay. What, what do you have? You need to be calm in the midst of storm. You need to be really I'm challenging you more or less. I mean, I don't care what you're going through, but check yourself. Don't check the situation. Anytime you find yourself in situations, don't check. Check yourself. Am I still calm? Oh my God, no. God, I'm sorry. In fact, by the way, um, most of the time when I ask God for forgiveness, I most of the time I ask God for forgiveness because anytime I find myself or see myself with the same of fear, I'm like, no, 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 God, 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 I'm sorry. I can't imagine. I just, <laughs> I just get scared a few seconds ago god i'm sorry i still put my trust in you and i'm holding on to your word and there's hope for me and all is gonna be well and that's 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 how i live and this is more like a challenging message that when that 30 minutes of your own life comes and things go wrong i'm challenging you to remain calm that's the best time for you to leave everything you've been learning you've been listening to Every word of God you've been feeding, and that's the best thing for you to become. Peace, be still. I expect you not to worry until fear is standing, literally next to you. And that is the will of God for us. That in the world there will be troubles, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And the Bible says, "He who is born of God overcomes the world." And that is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. I I implore you, and I'm encouraging you to be calm, irrespective of the situation. When that 30 minutes of your life comes, when you lose things that are precious to you, when that result comes and comes negatively, when things happen to you and you didn't prepare for them, when things happen to your car and you, you were not ready for it, when you lose things, when the damage comes, when that 30 minute of your own life comes, I want you to remain strong. The best way to be able to think and to pray, pray it out, is if you're not worried. Please, for any reason, never allow yourself to be troubled. David said, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will fear no evil. In context, it it doesn't say, he didn't say, even if God leads me to, he said, even if I, out of my stupidity, even if I walk, even if I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will still fear no evil. Why? Because God is with me, and that is the consciousness I want everybody listening to this to have. God is with you. It, in fact, if in as much as they don't take God away from you, I feel like your peace should remain constant. Thank you so much for listening to my personal experience. I wish I could have made this podcast to a thirty minute long to make everything right you mean 30 minutes of your life and 30 minutes message just kidding yeah thank you so much once again please and please for the last time when that 30 minutes of your life comes when you find yourself in those situations one thing i want you to do make sure your peace is still intact by the way my laptop now works finally it works perfectly and now i have my phone in fact my sister was telling me that the guy is so generous in fact, he's such a nice guy, he found the phone, he picked the call, and then he said he brought it to a place where they, they, they were able to meet, and then they, they hand, he handed over the phone. And now I have my phone. I'm recording this podcast. I'm just saying things will turn around. Panic, worries. If I had worry, I mean, they won't really help anything. So please, I want you to remain calm. That 30 minutes of your life, make sure you are calm. Thank you so much. See you some other time. Bye.